Hello. Hey. Welcome to the Better With Wine podcast. We hope to make your day or evening or morning, whatever, better with wine. I'm Gracie. I'm Elena. I'm Bethany. And I'm Adam. We ferment and filter this gritty info for your drinking pleasure. I, yeah, I feel like we have, and we're about to get a little bit deeper into something else. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to bonus episode one, y'all. Hello, hello, hello. So. Obviously, there's some other voices in the room with us tonight. Let's do a little introduction. Um, We have a couple of friends that we brought on, uh, fellow industry people that we used to work with um, at the restaurant that we both met at. And they've become our friends, of course. Right. Um, And they (laughs) Don't put words in my mouth. (laughs) Okay, fine. (laughs) Uh, they since have moved on to bigger and better things, um, like us, I suppose. But yeah. um, anyway, we uh, we just wanted to bring them on as friends and wine associates because we wanted to talk about some inside stories within the the service industry, you know, tips and tricks, etc. Um, but yeah, so welcome Bethany and Adam. Yeah, welcome. Thank you for nice. coming on here welcome to the podcast. This is your all's first ever podcast, right? It is. Yes. Yeah. Thanks Ooh, for having what us. What an honor for us, That's too. So <laughs> and I've got to say, you both have really good voices for radio, so. Woo! Yeah, I love it. <laughs> so, like we said, Bethany and Adam, we've both, we've all worked in the restaurant industry, service industry. For quite um, a while. Yeah, and we've become friends because of it. So, whoever would like to start, tell us a little bit about yourselves, why you love the industry, and what got you into the industry. Anything else you want to add? Well, my name is Adam. Uh, you guys hey, know Adam. me as, as Adam. <laughs> yes, we do. Uh, I think, uh, let's see, c- counting the amount of years I've been selling wine now, I think I've been in the service industry for 18 years. Whew. Started at 13. Wow. Cooking bagels in the back of a bagel shop. <laughs> That's Cooking not wine. Bagels. That's not wine dis- industry. That's the service That's industry. The okay, service. You're right. Okay, yeah. my bad. My Restaurant bad. industry. There you go. Restaurant industry. <laughs> and uh, now I slang wine all over the city. Slang. Love it's it. It's fun. So you've moved on from restaurants into sales. So he's on the other side. Sure. Well, you know, restaurants are... Restaurant, that's sales work, too. Oh, for sure. I'm just selling to people who sell things also. So yeah. So a little bit easier. I love it. B2B. Yeah. And which do you prefer? <laughs> for sure. Looking oh, back. Uh, I mean, there's really no comparison. I love it. Cool. Uh, so the answer is the answer like the, is what you're doing is now. What, what he's I'm doing, doing now. now. <laughs> Working for a distributor. If that's not obvious to us... Yeah. It's now obvious to, to our listeners. Sure. Yeah. Well, you, you think about it this way. At the restaurant, you don't get to choose your clients. When I'm selling wine, I'm selling to the nicest people at these restaurants. I'm dealing with the managers who are people people. They work with unruly guests all day. I'm not an unruly guest. I'm a nice person with alcohol to make them feel better. So they're very happy to see me on a regular yes, basis. Yes, I, w- I will say distributors and reps are some of the highlights of my week. Getting yeah. to see you all and taste your product is really really a lot of fun it's so it's fun it is fun it's a great job honestly if i wasn't uh riding around going to bars and getting paid to do it i'd be doing it for free (laughs) so so why not make a career out of it right (laughs) that's true i always remember seeing like the the reps come in i'd be like oh my god the reps are here we can do some tasting it's so fun 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 start to my shift seriously (laughs) it seriously is start it with the buzz yep right what about you bethany yeah uh, so I'm Bethany. I have not been in the industry since I was 13. Um, <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> I started when I was 15, a couple years behind Adam. But, Me too. Um, I started making salads in a little fish restaurant. And then from Aww. there, I gravitated to a server and then eventually made it to a bartender. Okay. So I ended up at a restaurant working together with Adam where we... I worked at three separate restaurants together where we finally ended up um, at 
the other industry at a, at a wine bar with Gracie and Elena. I love it. Yeah. So, That's so interesting. I didn't think I realized both of y'all started in technically what is called back of house. So kitchen. Yeah. Kitchen. Sa- yep. Salad and bagels. That. Yeah, that's kind of cool. That is I so was cooking for nine years before front of the house. Yeah, because we were all front of house together. Yeah. I started front of house. I started as a host. Me too. When I was 16. There you go. <laughs> when I was 15. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad for my uh, back of the house experience. Oh, I think totally. being able to cook is probably one of the most valuable skills that somebody can have. A hundred percent. Like, so, I mean, I worked in the back of house at one point, like, I went from front of house to, you know, service and then back of house and then back to service and then management. Yeah. And for sure, like back of house is so important. It is. And that experience is invaluable when it comes to sales because you're not just talking to the beverage director. You're talking to the chefs about pairings and stuff like that. You know, I agree. It's pretty insane. Bethany, what are you doing now? So now I'm just about to start a new job at a hospital. So. Oh, cool. So, so out of service? Out of, out service. of service. Yeah, I know. I'm, She's broken out. <laughs> broke Good free for of you. the service industry. Well, <laughs> I guess I'm technically still in service, just a different a different aspect if you look at it that Customer way. Customer service, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Cool. That's, That's awesome. Yeah, I'm so it. excited for you. Yes, me, too. me too. It's literally perfect for you. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's going to be working with her mom and her sister, too. So. Oh, that's oh, great. Right. Even cooler. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, guys. So... We are going to, like, crack open a bottle, which we actually just did, and we're going to kind of talk about this new wine. Um, one of one of the questions that I have for you guys is, like, some of your favorite wines, and uh, Adam, you brought in one of your favorite wines, which is... Vouvray. It's a style of wine. Yes. Mm. I, I, I wouldn't necessarily say that this is my favorite Vouvray, but it's my favorite style That of works. Wine. Yes. And okay, so can you talk talk to us a little bit about Vouvray and sure. maybe why? Yeah, so Vouvray is actually a, a region that comes from. Uh, it's actually a subregion. It's in Terrain, which is a subregion of the central vineyards of the Loire, right in the middle of France. So we talked about the Loire Valley in one of our episodes, our Sauvignon Blanc episode, and we talked about Terrain a little bit, and that's how one of the re- small regions within Loire Valley that that Sauvignon Blanc has grown. Correct. And then, so go ahead. Yeah, so Terrain, uh, most of the grapes that are going to be coming out of there, and Sancerre, the neighbor, it's, it's Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, Sancerre has become incredibly hard to find nowadays because of crazy storms that they're having. A lot of oh. hails uh, really messing up the yields from the fields. So you can find a yeah, lot better... Sorry. You, hey, that's <laughs> I'm sorry. <automatopia>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can find a lot more value and quality, I believe, in Terrain right next door. Nice. And Vouvray comes right from there. Makes me so sad to hear because I love a good Sancerre. Oh my gosh, yeah. it's one of my favorite wines. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I will say I had some Sancerre recently, and it wasn't what I remember. I don't know if you've been experiencing the same thing. Maybe I just had a like an, a one off, but I was like, man, I feel like Sancerre used to taste quite different. Well, you know, there's different vintages. Different yeah, years. I think the eighteen is the one I had a couple mm-hmm. of times. Where it, I was also, like, the hmm. producer, you know, it could have been. Depending on the closure, it could have been a Stelvin closure, or a cork, or whatever. Right. And what's what Sauvignon Blancs have you been drinking lately, anyway? Um, I don't know because it could just be like you're not used to the heavy mineral forward Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, yeah, they were wasn't... strange. Like we blinded a couple of them, and a couple oh. of us thought it was Pinot Grigio. It was that like, that mute. Oh, uh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Well, Vouvray is not Sauvignon Blanc. It is 100 percent Chenin Blanc. <laughs> uh, but the reason I like it and. You know, I love white wine and I love fruit forward white wines, something like, you know, northern Spanish wines oh, from yeah. Rias Bajas and Rueda, those Albariños and Verdeos, those beautifully fruity wines. They just speak to me. This one, 
the style of Vouvray, there's a little bit more residual sugar in these wines. So it's just a touch sweet. Touch and we sweet. talk about that. We talk about the RS. And this is so cool that you prefer. And one of your favorite wines is has, has a little bit of that RS. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You know, dry wines are definitely the number one, you know, no, I wouldn't say number one, but the more yeah, popular. Favored, popular. favored yeah. yeah. You know, people look down on sweeter wines as, you know, Low you know lower class, yep. lower quality. But, I mean, tradition of Vouvray goes back hundreds of years. Yeah. So yeah. these and things I, are classic, classic wines. And I love wine from Loire Valley. I mean, that's your Sancerre. And, and we've all worked with Vouvray in the past. And I think it's something we've liked turning those sweet wine lovers into because it's something they've never heard of. It's beautifully well-balanced. It's delicious. And it does have that little bit of sweetness that they crave. Absolutely. So I think I love Vouvray as well. It's, For sure. It's beautiful. To me, it just gives me like this sweet green apple juice thing With, going like, on. With like some lovely floral. Absolutely. Like floral. Um, Absolutely. Like bouquet. Should we, should we taste through? Should we go yeah, through? Yeah, let's taste through real quick. Together? I love let's it. Let's do it. So what, what on the color, first and foremost, what Ooh. does this wine look like? Pale straw. Ooh, it's got some green. Pretty light. Yeah, I think so. I Little spilled it on meat. myself. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm really stoked for this one. I know, right? <laughs> a little premature right there. Yeah, hey. <laughs> this is a family podcast. Uh, we could we could rate it. <laughs> Actually, you know, we are drinking alcohol. So. <laughs> yeah, 21 and over, please. Hmm. Uh, on the nose, what are y'all thinking? I definitely get some kind of Riesling-esque... Uh, almost petrol quality coming off the okay, nose. Interesting. So another, Some of that. That was the sweet wine we tasted in our episode or season one. Mm-hmm. Sweeter wine. But some beautiful floral qualities. Floral for sure. Yeah. yeah. And it's then you floral. have, we're in Loire Valley, so definitely some minerality showing. But it's fruity too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that green apple is definitely coming through Absolutely. strong. Very. It smells lovely. So I know Sauvignon Blanc is an aromatic variety. I assume Chenin Blanc is the same situation, right? Yeah, um, you know, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think so. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I can smell I it. I, I don't it's think it's one of the most, one of the strongest, you know, aromatic. It's like a medium air, yeah. medium aroma. For sure, the yeah. the flavor is definitely stronger than the pe- than, Ooh, the, than okay. the nose. Okay, let's taste it. Mm. It has some really nice green character to it. It does. It's really, it's really good. Little honey. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What year is this? 2019, I think. Um, this has some really cool, like a almost. I, would, I don't want to say grassy, but it's got like, like I said, like it has some green. Sure. Uh, Pyrazinic, almost. Um, hay, if you will. I or, mean, that's a characteristic of Central Vineyards of the Loire. Yeah. Right. Know, grassy, Sancerre, and terrain, Sauvignon Blancs all it's day long. It's got some really lovely minerals, like from that limestone really and yeah. that Kimmeridgean. I love this wine. What would you eat with this wine? Oh, man. Uh, what they say, what grows together goes together, right? Mm-hmm. So you want to think about Central France cuisine. I think goat cheese to me, mm. right off the jump. Goat cheese. A little bit of a salt cured pork, maybe on like a vinaigrette salad with some goat cheese on there. Oh that just blows my mind with this wine. Yeah, that's delicious. Yeah. Also, you know, just, sweet wine does good with fruit. Any any sweet wine Ooh. that you have, just eat some strawberries or some that. melon on the side of it. It just is beautiful together. Melon sounds really good with this. Yeah, some honeydew or some cantaloupe. Or even yeah. spicy food with this. Absolutely. That's kind of what sweet I was wine. thinking. Yeah. Absolutely. 
I think this would be good with like a creamy cheese and like yes. honey. Brie. Yum. With like a hot Ooh. calabrese. Oh, yeah. That sounds really good. Oh. We just ate, but you wouldn't know by how we're talking about food. <laughs> I'm a professional fat person, so I'm never <laughs> not talking about food. I love food, too. <laughs> I'm a pregnant person. I'm never not talking about food. <laughs> I'll have our reasons. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's great. All right. So... <clears throat> Well, thank you, Adam, for that little, I guess, intro and, and little discussion about Vouvray. I loved it. Yeah. My pleasure. That was great. Um, I'm going to ask you guys a few questions that are, like, unrelated to this wine, <laughs> specifically. Um, while we, you know, casually drink our wine and have, I don't know, just like, let's just chill and hang out. So, first question, and this is, like, to the like to the whole group. And so, like, whoever has, a, like, a thought that they want to say, we're just going to, like, start a discussion, okay? Love it. Okay. Here we go. Buckle up, guys. Buckle up. Shh. <laughs> 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 um, okay. So, from the service industry, when we were all in the service industry, we all talked about wine. Like, this, we all learned wine at the same level before we all split up, right? Yeah. For sure. So, um, <clears throat> being at a wine bar... Did it bother any of us? Like, did it bother any of you guys? Like, when people didn't know about wine, and they like pretended they did, or like, like what? Let like, do you understand what I'm asking? Yeah, I do. Okay. One hundred. Oh, definitely. It did but bother did it, you. I know. I understand what you're asking. Did oh, it bother okay. me? No. I always thought it was funny though when someone came in and didn't know what they were talking about but pretended to. I was yeah. like. Just ask a question if you're not sure. I'm not going to judge you. I don't care. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. That's my job is to educate you if you have any questions. Like, don't feel stupid. It's fine. Like, I I don't care if you don't (laughs) know. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like when you get someone that doesn't know anything about wine, it's like the perfect opportunity. You're like, oh, perfect. Like, that's what I'm here for. Yeah. Yeah. I love to like you. What do you want want to do? Wine, this, that, the other. You can, like totally guide them through the list and it was like okay i'm gonna find a wine that you it was like a challenge right yes one of my favorite things was like introducing someone to a a a new wine they had never tried before and just like helping them find a new love yeah i totally agree like it was it i honestly prefer when people come into the bar or you know the store or whatever and they don't know anything and they admit it and they're like I, and then I can ask questions and like we can actually open up a dialogue. Yeah. But like when people come in and they're like, I already know what I want. And I like and they kind of act like a little snotty and like a little closed off. And it's like, OK, well, this isn't as fun for you. And it's not as fun for me to <laughs> because we can't have a really fun conversation about wine. Like, yeah. you know, I don't know. That's just me. I'll yeah. never forget the the story. This woman came into the bar. Uh, you, I'm sure you remember her. She was the bird watching lady. She turned oh, into she an, had a nickname. She bird turned into I love such, I love bird watching people. <laughs> she turned into such a great regular and was such a sweetheart and we and we absolutely loved her. Uh, but the first time she ever came in there, she sits down in the bar. She's like, I just want to warn you, I only drink Chardonnay. I'm like, okay, cool, I can definitely work with that. Uh, yeah. here, try this Chablis. She's like, Let me stop you. I said I only drink Chardonnay. Oh like, ma'am. Is Chablis Chardonnay. is one hundred percent Chardonnay. <laughs> It might be the best Chardonnay in the world. Did she love it? No, she didn't try it she at all. She didn't even try no, it. She went straight, oh, no. she went straight for uh, the oaky, crazy Sonoma. stuff. Yeah. That every, what? Don't say that. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Start over. I'm so sorry. Oh, no. I wanted to keep that in. That's fine. <laughs> you keep it mine. in. No, it's not. That's the other person's one. Yeah, it's not mine. Yep. I don't, I don't sell that. 
<laughs> but yes, oh, she went for the she went for the fake oak, uh, uh, nasty American buttery oaky. It's just you know some of those. It's just like quit. You know, yeah. Like it's okay, just too much. we really do like to preach like drink what you want to drink and drink what you like, but also. Please be open-minded to drinking right. other things. Yeah, and if you like, like Chardonnay, try this other Chardonnay. Yeah, what, there's like over a thousand indigenous varietals in Italy alone? Like Over 2,000, yeah, yeah. Branch out and try some different stuff. You know, it's not going to kill you. They're all meant to be drank. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're all edible. You can drink them. They're made for a reason. Yeah, they're not going to kill you. No, the worst so thing that's going to happen to you is you might not like it. And then guess what? You can have You're not going to even taste it 10 seconds later. Oh, that's so funny. Okay, I have a question. What do you know not to order at a restaurant? Oh. Food or alcohol? Either. Both. Let's start with food. I mean, if they're serving it, there's a reason they're serving it, right? Yeah. So it's not going to be bad. You know, I agree. It's not like you go to a restaurant and they have to sell you this sandwich that no one likes. You know, <laughs> yeah. they're not going to put that on their menu. Absolutely. That's a good not. point. So, you know, th- there's not a thing that you shouldn't order, but you should know that no restaurants get deliveries on the weekend. So if you want something really fresh, don't get the fish special on Sunday night because the fish has been there since Friday (laughs) at the earliest. Or, you know, when they run a fish special, it's going to have to, they need it to move, right? I'll I'll back that up though because we do get deliveries on Saturdays and sometimes on Sundays. Oh, really? But not from every distributor. Okay. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Well. Well, you get, you get produce deliveries on Saturdays, right? Yeah. Yeah. But they probably deliver f- like meats and stuff too, so maybe. I don't know. That's an old thing. The fish special uh, fish special on Sunday, yeah. So you're not wrong. But other than that, you know, like I said, they, they design the menu and they put the things that they think that are, are the best oh, yeah. for other people on the menu. So I guess know. for me, there's certain restaurants I know not to order red wine at because I know it's been open too long. Oh, yeah, that's Ooh, a great idea. You know? Ooh. Yeah. She and I have had some experiences bartending <laughs> with, uh, like, juices being open for too long and uh, people not, not oh cleaning the uh, pour spouts. Ooh. Like, uh, the, I don't really know how to describe <laughs> this, but those things that you that you screw onto the top of the juice bottle oh, yeah. and you pour those it in. Pours? I remember yeah. when that first bar that she and I worked at and met each other, they would be they would be green with mold Ooh. on the inside oh. sometimes. Disgusting. Dude, yeah. But, you know. So, oh, oh like, so you don't order cocktails there. Period. No, no. Uh, <laughs> orange juice off of a gun. That's Ew. also disgusting. Yeah. yeah. That that stuff builds up. That's why I like there. my liquor on the rocks. Yeah, that's, <laughs> my, go, that's my drink. Can't go wrong. <laughs> I also, um, I don't know. Personally, I don't get, just because I'm a, I, I freely admit I would like to not be this, but I am a wine snob. Yeah. And I don't get if I have only one wine by the glass. Like I mean, I I'm just I'm not gonna get wine if it's not a wine bar. I'm not gonna get wine at it. Right. I, I can kind of relate. To yeah, that. I'm just I like know. I'm just gonna get my beer, my Me liquor. Too. Like sure. I I like my liquor a lot. I like my beer a lot. Yeah. So I'm just gonna get something I know I like instead of like trying a bottle or a glass of wine that I'm probably not gonna like because <clears throat> it has a label that I already know I don't like. You know. Yeah. Sure. Agreed. Well, you know, if you have a list, they make, they put that list together. If it's just a white and a red, the reason they have that is because some person's going to come in there and ask yeah. for a white or a red wine. Uh-huh. They don't care what like kind of wine Like when I hear, whenever, like, you know, they're like, do you want the house Chardonnay? Or, how, yeah, house Chardonnay or house Pinot Gris? I'm like, mm-mm. Like, no. gin, please. 
Yeah. <laughs> Mine's straight, straight bourbon. Straight to the bourbon on the rocks. That's funny. How about you, Bethany? Oh, man. I don't know. There's nothing that I would really just, like, not order food-wise just because. But as far as liquor goes, I'm with you, Elena. I'm not just going to order some house wine. Yeah. It's Ugh. just not worth it. Plus, I've, I've, I've put a lot of time and effort into my palate, like, yeah. making my palate, like, where it's at. Plus, I get really excited looking at a wine list. I like, get if there's so nothing excited. on there that interests me, like, I, I don't really care it. to, you know, to it's know. like, if I've had all of these, I'm, yeah. I'm here to try something new. I want to, like, branch out or be like, oh, that's cool they put that on there. I'll give it a try. Like, if, if I don't, I don't know, if there's something new, there's nothing new or exciting or I don't get excited about the wine list, I'm probably going to drink something else. That's a great point. Yeah. I don't mean to be like... And we do sound snobby. I do know that. I know it's we because we, we we know wine, but... It, but here's the thing, the like... When, when when a place actually puts effort into their wine list, like, I appreciate it so all much. Yep. And, and I give them back. all the, yes, I'll go yeah. back and I'll give them all, of, like, the attention about it. And, yeah. like, I, I want to reward good behavior. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can absolutely tell, too. It's it's one of, it's so disappointing going to, you know, a, a high-class restaurant where you know you're going to spend, yeah. you know, over $100 and, a person. And, like, their, their only glass that they have is a Kendall Jackson. I'm like, come on, yeah. man. Or, like, you really don't give a it's, shit. It's the yeah. shelf at Kroger just on a list. <laughs> yeah, right, seriously. exactly. Yes. Yeah, that, that, like, that if is, I wanted this, I can just go to Kroger. Right. Like, there's nothing wrong with KJ, it, but it's like, sure. if I wanted this, home. I'd go to freaking Kroger. Yeah, yeah I want to try a Beaujolais Village, okay? Yeah. I want something fun and funky and interesting yeah Yeah, you know i don't want incredibly extracted cabernet sauvignon from california every (laughs) freaking time i drink wine (laughs) yeah that's great so i guess rounding out from like all of you know the wine menus that are shitty and stuff you know but you're dining at a really good experience like having a good dining experience um, what is your favorite dining experience? Do you remember? Or do you know, like, it, can, it, can it come to mind and, like, was wine involved? Was, was it involved in, like, why it was such a good dining experience? I feel like dining experiences are all about your mood. So I could have a favorite dining experience, but it could be outdone the next, the next week by just what mood I'm in, you know? Like, hmm. I went to... Or who you're with. For sure. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> It's like the type of wine, you know. You don't ask me what my favorite wine is. I, you know, right now it's Vouvray because I was really craving a delicious Vouvray, yeah. and it's super easy. But it, it's all about your feelings yeah. at the time, right? Like sometimes I want a nice Beaujolais. Yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah, I totally get that. I haven't eaten in a restaurant in so long. I can't even remember what the vibe is like in a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair point. People Very ask fair. You what you want. Uh, like what is it what is it like to be in a restaurant anymore i don't remember oh my gosh i, I mean that. what if it's not a part of a restaurant like is there a dining experience that was like not at a restaurant but is it your house or like at a, at a friend's house like oh, on a date or like you know d- uh, like a dinner party a good dining experience <clears throat> usually involves wine yeah oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I just like ordering a bunch of stuff and sharing everything. Yeah. Oh, that's the best. Yeah. I yeah. When that's I so friends, fun. And yeah. here's the thing: like, I think that the best dining experience is when the food and the wine, or even if it's not the wine, but the food is so fucking good, and the wine is so fucking good that it changes your mood yeah. into yeah. a positive. Yep. Yeah. And it's always with the people that you care about. That's yeah. what just makes it the best. Yeah. That's, no. And yeah. and you're not around someone who's shitty who complains about everything. Oh, oh God. Yes. Those people away from me. I love when I go 
to a new place that I've been dying to try and like it's awesome like you know sometimes you go to yes. a place you've been dying to try and you're like man that wasn't what I thought it was gonna be and it actually lives up to the hype actually lives up to like oh man they had a great wine or cocktail the food was great whoever I was with liked what they liked and you know it was exactly what wanted to pay you know like when all the boxes are checked yep that's the best yep for sure um okay so what is your all's favorite thing to cook Oh, man. I know this is a tough one for Adam. Right now, my favorite is Indian food. I've been cooking Ooh. so much Indian. Ooh. Yum, nice. yum, 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 yum. This would be so good with Indian food. It yeah, would. Oh, it, it really would it be. It absolutely so would. right. Oh, wow. I did butter cauliflower. Yes, you did. Cauliflower. For the first time with Elena. It was so good. It was fantastic. This Easier would, than I thought, too. Yeah, this with like a nice garam masala, that mm-hmm. ugh, chicken kebab. Man, uh, I had to branch out. During COVID. Oh, yeah. Good for you. I cook a lot. Because a lot of people, like, either didn't cook a lot or they just, like, stocked up in a lot of frozen food or they, like, ordered out all the time. That sounds incredibly depressing to me. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Get get creative. For yeah. sure. Cooking is therapy to me. Like, 100%. The longer and harder it is, the more I enjoy it. Yeah. And, like, one of my favorite things to do ever on a Saturday off is to smoke meat the old-fashioned way. I've got a like a 40 gallon barrel drum smoker in the backyard. Oh my gosh. Roll it with smoke for like eight hours. We've got ribs, you know, pork tenderloin, whatever. And you just sit there and drink wine and beer and hang out outside. Yeah. And poke fire. I mean, what other? <laughs> that's like a. I'm a man. Yeah. Every, every <laughs> dude likes to stick man. a stick in the fire and, you know, you know whatever. When meat on top. Yeah. Oh my absolutely. God. <laughs> That's the funnest. But during COVID, we had to branch out because, you know, I was cooking four nights a week. Oh, yeah. And we'd eat leftovers the other nights. But it just got to be where, you know, we we, I didn't leave my house for three months almost. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we were eating. It was kind of getting just monotonous. It was just a cycle of the same stuff. Yeah. So I actually started cooking a lot of uh, Indian food. Mm, uh, ordered okay. some uh, masala seasonings yep. off uh, of the internet from India. <laughs> and uh, That's great. Just, I'll make you some masala paste. Yo, Ooh. let me get that. Let me get Tell us that. more about this paste. Ooh, I'll make you some. Okay. Yeah. Like, is, like, what's, like... How do you make it? Like, what? I've got a recipe. It's like a bunch of seasonings and stuff. And it's just and like, like a... Pa- that's so mm-hmm. cool. Like miso or what's the pasty part? It's like onions and seasonings, oh. and you just like throw it all together. And then you like put it in something to, you to marinate flavor the it chicken or? in it. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. okay. Or okay. vegetables, depending on what you want to cook. Bennett yeah. really, really dove into. I mean, like that was the thing was to dive into bread making. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was. Bennett. The thing. Well, but ben, <laughs> Bennett, he's being a chemist. He really dove into like how to make that and like he watched every video possible and it wasn't just like i want to make bread because that's what everybody's doing and like that's i I have time now sure it was more of like really the thing he really wanted to master and he has like a like a rolodex in his brain now of different bread recipes of like what kind of bread to make yeah it's so cool and it's like honestly one of the sexiest things (laughs) um my man makes me some bread (laughs) but also like the part of like the the loaves of bread he he makes hamburger buns from scratch he makes pizza dough from scratch like he has his different kinds of pizza dough that he makes from scratch so like we asked for for christmas a um 
because, you know, our parents force us to make Christmas lists still, <laughs> 32 years old. Um, <laughs> um, we asked for a pizza oven that, like, it's a, like a nice pizza oven that you can put outside sure. and you can make outside. It gets up to 950 de- degrees. Holy. And wow. so yeah. we make, we made pizzas for the first time um, a couple weeks ago and it's fucking good. Nice. It's so good. And like, it's like, it's the dough. It, it, it's like the fact that it's so, uh. it's super fresh dough that he made from scratch. It's not like from a, like a box or like, frozen you know, or frozen or anything like that. For sure. So good. So like literally like, I tell him this all. I'm like, literally the sexiest thing that about you is the fact that you <laughs> cook amazing. from scratch. Like, also, our- like, fresh baked bread. There is no better smell. Nah. Mm. No. Oh, my gosh. Nah. And you got to have some, it like, soft so butter absolutely. on it. Absolutely. Uh, salty. Like, I don't good even need to eat the bread. I could just smell it. Yes. yes. So good. Yes. The gooey inside with a melted butter. With, oh like, a little God. bit of crusty top. Yeah. Ooh, oh, yeah. You got to have it. Um, he hasn't reached on that one yet because. Oh, and, let me know when that happens. Well, so <laughs> he hasn't really. I'll be here. Waiting. I guess that's pastry. That's more pastry. Yeah, it's like a phyllo yeah, kind of. Pastry. Thing, it's more right? pastry, and it's literally like la- like super thin layers. Yeah. Uh, it's layer uh, of like the dough and then butter and then dough and butter and dough and butter and then you like keep flopping it over right. and like you rolling keep rolling it. it out until they're super thin yep. and flaky. Yeah, I want to learn how to do that. Yep, I, I'm not a good baker. Not, I, you have to have so, a certain type of so with the croissants you have to have a certain type of flour and a certain type of butter. Yeah, sure. Um, you have to have French butter. Mm-hmm. I um, tried baking throughout COVID, and I never baked before, and it was hard. Yeah, it was absolutely. difficult. I yep. watched way too much Bake Off during. Yeah. Um, yes, <laughs> and I was like, "This is intense." Okay, and I'm not sure if I'm cut out no, to try I'm this stuff at not. home. No. <laughs> All right. So okay, um, Bethany. Yeah, we kind of talked about Adam's like one of his favorite wines. Um, what are your favorite styles of wines? Some of my favorite styles of wine are Spanish whites, in particular. Um, I really love an Albarino, and um, and this one that we have right here is a Rueda. A Rueda Ver, uh, Verdejo. A Verdejo, yeah. Verdejo I really love Verdejo. I love Spanish whites. Me too. The Spanish whites are just like so delicious because they are drier than like a they're drier than a Vouvray. They still have that sweet um, tropical fruit taste to them. Mm. Yeah, and they're just so great for like a hot summer day. Absolutely, which we're experiencing kind of right now, hot spring day. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. like swollen because I'm so hot right now. <laughs> Not because I'm pregnant. Well. Just kidding. They're just a great, easygoing, everyday drinking wine. Yeah. Mm. I agree. They are. That northern Spain climate with all that uh, continental exposure, all those winds coming off. I mean, you got Rias Baijas up there right above Portugal, also known as Green Spain. It's like a freaking jungle out there. (laughs) And they make beautifully tropical wines. Yeah. Yeah. So, so good. Let's smell it. Let's call this a porch pounder. Oh, I love it. For sure. So this is, you said a Rueda or a Verdejo. So Rueda is where it comes from. Correct. The subregion and Verdejo is the grape. Correct. Love it. Thank Mm -hmm. you for checking me. I kind of get like right off the bat. Um, I I think baby diaper, but also I think like. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's just where your mind's at. Is that the pregnancy talking? No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But also I get like uh, almost like a Pilsner funk. Yeah. Hmm. 
I'm, I'm going to apologize. I smell bananas. Oh, yeah. Because my nose oh, yeah. is a little stuffed we're, call, we're calling your allergies out right I now. I won't be able to taste much right now, but they've just progressively gotten worse on this beautiful spring day. I get a lot of white peach. Ooh, I, I definitely get that. I get a lot with Verdejo that. in general. So yeah, I, I yeah Verdejo is very peach, peach forward, and this one, I definitely agree with the white peach for sure. Yeah. Um, Verdejo's usually like a light-bodied wine, pretty high in acidity. This was pretty mid-bodied, though. You think so? It has a little bit of uh, thickness. I, I would say that it's that it's uh, lees aged. Mm. I don't know that what for does that a fact. Mean, Adam? Uh, so when you uh, ferment wine and how how you make wine, obviously it's yeast eating sugars, and that's Maybe alcohol is the byproduct, right? So those yeasts, once they have gone through their life cycle in the in the fermentation process, they sink to the bottom of the fermentation tank. With this, it's obviously going to be stainless steel nice. maybe a little bit of concrete concrete egg but they keep that uh you know kind of you know for lack of a better term slimy lees in the bottom of this <laughs> slimy i can't yeah. even just delicious. say dead well, it's, that's that's the texture of it right that's what we're you know and that's what adds yeah. this medium body yeah. quality to it some of yeah. them will do stirring if you have concrete egg the uh, fermentation process naturally basically stirs the wine it's just it's constantly undulating in a circular motion in this concrete egg that's why they're made that way right. but it's just it adds a little bit of uh a, 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 a higher uh body you know yeah, a little more bit more creamy weight mouthfeel, more creamy ways. mouthfeel yes, perfect perfect yeah. uh, and that's from the lees aging mm-hmm. we talked about yes. this with, with the champagne we also um we talked about it with, like, when we talked about champagne and other sparkling wines, how champagne and champagne styles, they age their leaves in the bottle. Correct. Whereas, like, the Charmat method or the tank method, they don't really age on the leaves. It's it's all in the tank, and they don't really let it sit for very long, so you don't get that extra bready, yeasty flavors or that extra creaminess. Yep. So. Yep. I'm a fan of the Charmat method, personally. I love both for Me different too. for different reasons, for different uh, occasions. Yeah, I'm just not a big fan of the like biscuity. You don't like the bready, biscuity. I, it's just not my flavor yeah, profile. Yeah, makes sense. There's other regions across the world that make uh, method of Champenois wines like Cava. You know, you get a nice Cava from Pinedes, uh, yeah. Macabeo, and Zarello. That wine is gorgeous. Love that wine. Fruit forward, bright, so. acidic. You don't get those biscuity, yeasty flavors, even yes, though that it's, right. it's made in the exact same way. I'm going to back up for a sec. So, first off, Verdejo is the grape. Verdejo is the grape, yes. correct. <laughs> um, when we back up even further, Vouvray is the region. <laughs> Chenin Blanc is the grape. Correct. Oh, okay, there you go. Um, Verdejo is the grape, and Rueda is the region. And then you said, you mentioned Penedes, which is a region Penedes. in Spain. And the grapes are Macabeo and Zarello. Correct. So, tight. <laughs> <laughs> because a lot of our listeners probably aren't familiar with any of these, or if they are, they're not, they weren't aware. So, um, also, we've, we've mentioned Albarino. Mm-hmm. And what else have we mentioned? Rias Baijas. Rias Baijas is the region, right? Just north of, um, it's on the coast of the Atlantic Ocean, yep. just north of Portugal. And um, that's where you're going to find your Albarino, which yes. is a grape. Yep. Known as it green is. Spain. Yep. Known as green Spain because it's very lush and green there. It's the um, 
rain side of the rain shadow. Because Spain is nothing but a massive rain shadow. It's a massive rain shadow. It's a massive desert. It's very dry. It is very arid. So all that rain falls in Portugal and Rios Bajas. Yes. And just makes everything beautiful. Um, I feel so like we mentioned something else that we... From. Huh? So that Vino Verde comes from in Portugal. Yep, Vino, Vino Verde. Vino Verde. If yep. you've ever loved your Vino Verde, that, that comes Vino from Verde. the um, that green region. Yep. But from Portugal. Mm-hmm. Uh, just south of Rias Baixas. We have some Verdejo from Rueda, which is in Spain. We're drinking a dry Spanish white wine. Mm-hmm. It's really Being fruit forward. Yeah, I think it is. So too. Mm-hmm. After the uh, Vouvray, it's, it's, it's bone very, dry. It's, yeah, it's bone dry. It's very fruit forward. It's got some lovely acidity. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Um, Lower in alcohol, maybe moderate. It's actually uh, higher than alcohol. Oh. The the Vouvray, So any wine that has that RS or that higher sugar content is going to be lower. lower in alcohol because, because they stopped the fermentation exactly. process for Correct. that. Yes, yes, yes. So instead of adding extra sugar at the end, they prevented the fermentation process from continuing to eat all that sugar. Yes. Um, Very cool. The one we had is not low in alcohol by any means. It was it's twelve percent. The one that we're currently having is thirteen. So Similar. just one more percent higher. Which is pretty warm. Yeah. I mean for Especially a white for wine, a white. that's pretty gnar. Yeah. Pretty gnar. Pretty gnar gnar. <laughs> um, okay, so uh back to some I guess uh anecdotes from our history of service industry. Yeah. Um what is your favorite moment being in the service industry? Do you have oh, one? That's a tough one. I love watching really douchebags get pwned. What, what <laughs> words did you just say? What are you I remember about? clearly the first place. Are we place... still in college? Like, is this like 10 years ago? No. What language are you using? Do you remember the night those two guys got knocked out on the dance floor? Oh my God. Yes. It was amazing. The first place we worked at. It together. was amazing. Was this some kind of bar? I'm yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. It was three. It was two in the morning. Uh, two, oh, three God. in the morning. Our bars here in Kentucky are open until 4 a.m. So it was two here. It was probably two in the morning. And nothing was, happens good after like midnight. It was also yeah. on a holiday weekend, yeah, so there it was, was like packed. it was packed. It was in packed. There. there was probably obviously 200, 300 people times. in there. Oh yeah, yeah. the thought of shoulder to shoulder packed is just stresses Terrifying. me out. Absolutely, <laughs> I've been watching a lot of like bizarre foods with Andrew Zimmern, and he goes to these restaurants and they're packed. I'm like, oh what? god, get out of there! Like Stressful. we have literally been put into like this mindset of cannot touch people. And like when I see old movies where they're like crowded or like they're walking through and someone's like shoulder and I'm like, yeah. also you yeah. see their face like why where's your mask right. like yeah. <laughs> crazy. Gross. why aren't you wearing your mask <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Anyways, okay. these two guys were just being the most belligerent, rude people ever. They were standing on the bar like we you know we're busy there we're, there's three four bartenders in the circular bar Bethany and I are two of those three or four. And these guys are clapping in our faces to get our attention. Oh, God. You know, they're they're like fourth or fifth in line. They're clapping at us. They're yelling at us. Apparently, uh, they went onto the dance floor, and one of them, uh, you know, sexually assaulted a woman on the dance floor. Grabbed her. And that woman's husband proceeded to (gasps) knock that dude out in one punch. And it wasn't just a punch. He knocked this dude out he, he cracked his head out. open on the floor <gasps> oh like like knocked him out the dude and immediately like, blew back on the like floor one, one. knocked him out then his buddy mm-hmm. 
like he's like hey quit hitting my friend like mid stride the dude catches him uh, right on his jaw same uh, thing so this guy knew what the fuck he was crumpled, doing crumpled this dude knocked his head sweet, open sweet on the justice. on the ground too so we Did had to see sit, all of this. Like, I watched every second of it, and oh I the cops were there. Yeah, the heads oh. are actually EMS cracked open. Blood right on the ground. <gasps> um, we had to close oh the entire. We closed the whole restaurant, sent everyone early. home, and just it was great because I got off illness. early. Bloodborne illness. <laughs> and guess what? <laughs> the guy who knocked him out, he went home that night. So moral of the story: If you're gonna assault somebody, knock them out because they can't press charges on you. What? Yeah, but the guy who who knocked those dudes out, even though I I consider it to be completely justified. Yeah. Nothing happened to that guy. These, these two dudes right. went away in a ambulance. in an ambulance, <laughs> and this dude and the cops were like, "Yeah, they can't press charges because they can't talk." So oh. see you later. Oh yeah. It was great. It was amazing. Oh my god. It was the it was you know you never witness instant karma. You always yeah. want to. Yeah. And you know that those people will get theirs. Yeah. We watched those people it get theirs. It was beautiful. It was gorgeous. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was gorgeous. Bloodborne illness. All seen. I can think of is that, like, oh my God, the blood on the floor and, like, contagion. The blood like... was not even the close to being the worst thing that was on that floor. Ew. Oh, that's probably oh. true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There, I could... Oh. <laughs> I'm not going into detail of the things Okay, we well, if, they're, okay, if, if they have blood coming out of their head, then they have an opening for something else to get into their head. Well, that sucks for them. They probably shouldn't have sexually assaulted a woman. I yeah. Totally. Totally <laughs> accurate. <laughs> Think about that before. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm just such a German. No. It was, it was amazing. And oh. I've never witnessed... That well, happened like that again. I can top that story. <laughs> I mean, no, I can't top that. I mean, you know, what a. It's the service industry. Uh, well, our stories consist of being yelled at for no reason yeah. and I've people getting never, mad at us for things that are out of our control. Yeah. yeah. I've never worked at a bar bar like that. Oh, yeah, I, this definitely I that. haven't either. Oh, but yeah. yeah, I've definitely had my the fair memories. share of angry customers. Yep. People Favorite. that want to take their anger out on you yep. because. That's the only power they have over you. I don't know. It's just like so think, degrading sometimes. It is. It I is. think like my favorite memory is just in general. I guess it's not like a specific memory, but it's just a general favorite type of evening where you really get to know the people that you're serving and you can they allow you to sit down with them and have a drink with you. And you guys kind of just become like a part of the group. Sure. And then like you have memories from really getting to know new people and um, learning something new because like a mo- most of- more often than not they have something to teach you know oh one hundred percent and because like a lot of times especially those people who are inviting you over like they tend to have money <laughs> they tend to have a lot of life experience and they tend to have um, I don't know, something that they want to talk about that, you know, and I just find that like really fun. And I don't know, I just really thoroughly love those evenings where there's no, they don't judge you for being in the service industry. Sure. They respect you. I definitely miss the camaraderie of a restaurant being, I'm pretty solitary now in my current role. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, I I build relationships with my accounts that I go into. They're definitely, I would consider them friends. Absolutely. But you know, it's not somebody I, hang out with and I can be like, oh my God, table 10 sucks. <laughs> you yeah. work an eight hour shift you know, yeah. every day. You, yeah. <laughs> I can't just like be like, 
you know, vent to them about the last person I was talking to or whatever. Yeah. That That's definitely lacking. Yeah, there right. is that support in a restaurant, which yeah. is so valuable. Yep, everyone's getting their butt kicked at the same time. Uh-huh. Absolutely, yeah. And if someone's getting yelled at, you yep. got a line of ten people behind you oh, yeah. got your back <laughs> Absolutely. or whatever, you know. What do they call that, collective trauma? Yeah, right? yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> I do really miss those nights when... Uh, like, you look down the bar, and every single person that's sitting there, you recognize because Aww. you've taken care of them before. And they all know your name, and they're all excited to see you. That is and so And they cool. all are like, hey, we missed you. How have your How's your week been? Or how's yeah. your month been? We've been excited to see you. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. those are the moments that I miss are, like, yeah. my favorite memories. For sure. Yeah. And, then, and then, like, also, when you're looking down at the bar and the whoever you're working with, it's just, like, the best crew yeah. And you were just rocking Absolutely. it that night. Yeah. There's that, a reason that Bethany and I worked together for eight years. I was going to say, Donna <laughs> Sue still ask about you both. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. They do. They're, they're they still awesome. come in every Tuesday night. I swear. That's the old guy with the mustache, right? Uh-huh. They're the bomb. They're the best. He drinks a dark beer and she drinks vodka on the rocks. Yep. And then they bring their oh, mom, yeah. one of their moms in every every now and then. I know exactly yes. who you're talking And they always about. sit in the 20s. Yep. Or yeah, they're they're the fantastic. It's like they don't sit at the bar anymore. If it's just well, the two no. of them, they'll sit at the well, bar. Well, when the mom when, when the, the mom when the mom comes in, they come in and sit in the twenties. Yeah. Now you meet some amazing people in the service they industry. Really I, mm-hmm. You know, some of my friends that I have now are people that I've known forever. Yeah, I've just why met, you met at here. the bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, not even as as, as coworkers. Yeah, I'm no, talking about sure. as like guests. I'm not going to get emotional. So on the flip side, then. Curbing that emotion. Um, what was either the craziest moment or your least favorite moment in the industry? I think I already talked about the craziest yeah, moment. No I think that was Ooh. like the craziest. Yeah. craziest I mean, most memorable. Man, craziest no, moment. I've been dr- I've been drugged by a car in parking lots and stuff like that before, trying to get what? people to not drive oh, inebriated. That shit. happened at the place you currently work. Oh my gosh! Do you remember that place? Uh, the place we worked at, where the guy got knocked out when the woman drove. When the woman drove her car into the restaurant. Oh yeah, <gasps> absolutely. Oh yeah. Oh no, we uh, we, the place we first started working, it was a it was a freaking trap. Like it was a <laughs> so sh- much stuff happened shit show. Here. It was a oh shit show. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of a lot of stuffs happened. You know, cutting people off is always oh, interesting. That's not fun. I've had a lady. Um, at she wasn't at my bar. Was she? I don't remember. I it's was. been so long. Um, I, I don't know if I was sharing the bar with another bartender or if she was at my bar or I happened to come back there and I was managing. I don't remember because it's all fuzzy. It's so long ago. But anyway, she had to... It was when I worked at the bar at a hotel. And um, she came up and just ordered one drink and then passed out hard. Yep. On, And we're like, well, yep. she was fine. She was sober. Like, we did not... Like, there was absolutely zero over-serving, like, we know for a fact. And it was just because she had took, like, took the wrong medication. Yep. Mm -hmm. And she had one drink, and then she was passed out, and we had to have security come and carry her out. Yep. And, like, call ambulance. And that was wild. Please make sure you are drinking on okay medication. Yes. Like, watch what you... And it was very, very scary. You never know what people do, too. You know, yeah. I, you know, she and I mm-hmm. have been at the bar, and we've had a get... You know, it's the exact same situation. Yeah. Where they've been sitting at the bar with us for an hour, or hour and a half, even two hours, and they're fine. You know, they may have had three or four glasses of wine. That's not a, that's not over-drinking in an hour or two no. hours. They go to the bathroom, 
they come back and they they can't speak anymore. Yes. So it's like, what did you do in that bathroom? Yeah. You well, know, that's the restaurant <laughs> industry, right? It you, sure is. People who are have you know, some people can, some people can't handle alcohol, and, and it makes people make bad decisions. Or you know, hey, you know, yeah, it's, it's crazy out there, kids. <laughs> it's crazy out there. It can yeah. be. Gotta I keep remember your eyes open. I had you gotta morning. keep your eyes open. Absolutely. This was during lunch where I currently work. Some lady came in and like, I don't even know what she ordered. I have no clue. I know she was by herself. Older woman sat by herself at the bar. Whatever she ordered, couldn't pay her tab. And so whoever took was care of the, her was this the the, the, the <laughs> yes, sci-fi the book? You were here. <laughs> yes. So she couldn't pay her tab, and I will admit I was brand new to management. I didn't know what the hell to do, so I held her book hostage. <laughs> I was like, well, um, uh, give me, well, your give me something. It was like so some sci-fi smut. You'll it have was to really come back. Oh my god! And pay your tab, and I'll give this book back to you. That <laughs> is was hilarious. Some random ass book. I mean, her tab was probably like twenty bucks. You know, like it yeah. wasn't a big deal. Just, yeah. In retrospect, I should have like, we taken like, her we ID like, or you know, sure. something a little more valuable. We kept that book around as like a huge joke. Did for she a never while. came back? She never came back. Of yeah. course she didn't. She's like, I don't need that book. No. She already read that shit. She's probably embarrassed by the book itself. <laughs> that's probably why she never came back. Just give me your book, and then yeah. uh, you can come back. Oh my god, that's, you I would have been like, give that's me your why phone. She never came back. Give me your phone, like yeah, exactly. <laughs> or you can't do that, but yeah, oh that's one hundred percent why she never came back. She had plenty <laughs> of money to pay the tab. It was like sci-fi smut. It was yeah. really funny. Yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, that is hilarious. I've oh seen some interesting books out there. One of the jobs we had, our our our. Czech presenters were romance novels, oh, okay. and it was always yeah. funny that you know you'd flip through there and somebody had gotten uh, something you know, underlined. Yeah, they had underlined the fun parts. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you know, uh, I, you know, yeah, yeah, we're all adults. It's fine. Yeah, you know, we're clearly, all kids. we're all fucking kids. Is what it is. So one of my bars that I worked at, um, I had this customer who was one of my regulars, and I honestly didn't like him as regular, but he did spend quite a bit of money on me <laughs> those are the worst say the worst me. regulars the too worst. so like he would he would like buy you know sixty dollars sixty dollars at a really cheap ass restaurant um worth of crown and ginger um and then he would tip a hundred dollars on top of it damn every time yeah. and i'm like God, i mean you guess you gotta put up like with that him. guy i don't like him he's yeah. creepy yeah. he was not fun he every time i came around like he would want me to come around the bar so he could feel me up and I'm like no it's gross I went a hug and it's like the too long of hug that like rubs against your bra strap and it was awful but anyway and he called me Lainey so like Lainey yeah oh weird yeah my name is Elena I know I okay. know your name but I was like what the I didn't even la- like, like right like Lainey. gross right and like no I'm not no one is allowed I'm not the kind of person you like I didn't make that correlation I guess that's I was like, Laney, what the, where the fuck did he get that? Oh, it's half your name. Oh, okay. (laughs) It's like his baby pet name for you. Ew. It was so gross. Um, And not to mention, I guess I should mention, he was twice my age. Oh, they always So he was like my, he's my dad's age, um, which I don't have daddy issues, so. (laughs) Not going to work, buddy. Not going to work. And anyway, sorry. Okay. That's beside the point. He, um. Yeah, it would make me feel like so creepy, like gross every single time he'd walk in. But then I'd be like, I'd walk out with an extra hundred dollars every night. So yeah, like, I feel like I'm fucking like whoring myself out That's... just by talking to him. 
It sucks. That's but the service industry. It is. Well, okay. So the night that it is in, is in discussion right now is I was closing the bar. He was my only customer besides, I think, one other person. And I think they worked there and they were having a drink after. And he was shit-faced. And I'm like, I, I cut him off. I was like, you're not allowed to have any more. Like, you are you are way past your, your prime right now. And so I went to the back and I like to get the mop bucket ready. And I'm like starting to like, I'm literally closing everything down. I'm like, get out. Like I was about ready to call the cops because he needed to freaking leave. And I come back and the mop bucket is like a hundred feet away. It's not like it's right there. Yeah. And I can see the bar from there. And I turn around and he's behind my bar pouring himself <gasps> more crown. Oh, what? and I no. was like, no. I ran up there. I was like, get the fuck out of from behind my bar. Get the f-. and I went crazy i went nuts on him i'm like who the fuck do you think you are i don't give a shit how much you tip me you are going to get me fired and arrested yeah get the fuck out and get out of the restaurant and never come back damn lay down the law oh i was so pissed off good for you when he was that shit faced and that disrespectful yep and like i'd already cut him off like, and I also was not that nice to him. I, I don't know why he, I think it's probably because he, like, he liked me. Because yeah. I was not nice to him. Because yeah. I hate it. I Please just felt so creepy. so creepy. They really do. So he was like, Doo. and he tipped me 250 bucks. <laughs> oh, God. He liked it. He liked that shit. He never came back, though. Good. Yeah. I had a guy uh, pull a gun on my manager in the parking lot and then come <gasps> back the next day. What? Yeah. You remember that guy? Oh, my God. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. He was too drunk to drive. And my, I was like, dude. I told my manager, I was like, we got to go, we got to stop this guy from driving. Like, go go out there and get him. And then he went out there and knocked on the the guy's window and the guy pulled a gun up to his face and was like, get the (gasps) fuck away from me. Holy shit. And uh, he's like, whoa. We called the cops. Whatever. The dude came in the next day. Like, nothing happened. Set the bar. And I, I gave him remember. a, I gave him a water, and he ordered a beer, and we called the cops, and the cops showed up and escorted him out. Good. Yeah, before he got anything else, and he was like, oh, he didn't even remember. I know. Yeah. It's like, cool, bro. If that's like, if you don't remember pulling a gun on yeah, somebody, you then you literally up. never need to drink again. Yeah. yeah. Like, yep. That's first up. off, you don't need to have a gun. Like, get that. Somebody needs to take that man's gun. Right. And two, you should ne- that dude should never drink again. Yeah. 100%. If that's what he gets to. Absolutely. He needs help. If that's his instinct while he's drinking is to whip a gun out. Oh, my that's God. Not the, that's not, not the first straight. person I've seen whip a gun out when they've been drinking that's at a terrifying. bar. So. That's, so, that's so terrifying. I know a dude who, uh, lo- who won a pool match, and the guy, it was a pool match for drinks, and the guy didn't buy him the drink he wanted, so he pulled the gun out on the dude in the bar. Dude. Like, what a fucking loser. Yeah. <laughs> Just accept like, a freaking drink. Like, Get over who yourself. gives a shit? Like, God. you think oh that's cool, God. bro? You think that you whipping your gun Check out yourself. is going to get you the drink that you wanted? Like, okay. Wow. Ugh. So you're going to whip your gun out and the guy's going to be like, oh, yeah, Small you're right. You know, right you're right. There. You yeah. really taught me something today. Here's your drink. No, you're going to go, go to fucking jail is what's going to happen. But yeah, shit. Alcohol, man. If you can't handle it, don't drink it. Heard that. No kidding. A lot of people can't. All right, guys. Uh, final, I guess, dis- I guess, question or discussion of the evening is um, mm. why do you enjoy drinking wine and what is your favorite part about wine? Ooh, good question. I think that my favorite part about wine is what we're doing right now. It's <laughs> just sitting around, talking, hanging out with friends. Yeah. Connecting. 
you know, it's not just wine. It can be anything that brings people together. Food yeah. is the exact same way. It's just something that we can all get together, do, have the same experience, you know, talk. Yeah. Loosens you up a little bit. But, you know. I love that. Also. Mixing a bit of tequila. Yeah, you know, that too. But also <laughs> wine it's never boring. It always yeah. has surprises. You you can never know everything about wine. Yeah. No one knows everything about wine. I agree. There's like what less than three hundred master sommeliers in the world. Not one of them knows everything about I wine. Sure none yeah. Of them would claim they know everything. Yeah. I completely agree with you. I think that's wonderful. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, the camarad- camaraderie of it all. Yeah. It's just the group atmosphere. Like, yeah, bringing people together. If you open a bottle of wine by yourself, that's an undertaking. If you open um, a bottle of wine with friends, <laughs> I mean, you're, you're committing. Not an undertaking. I disagree. You're committing. You're committing. Well, well, okay. Yeah, committing to a certain point. But yeah, I mean, after a long day of work, I'm with you. First thing I want to do is open a bottle of wine by myself. Yeah. <laughs> and I say by myself because I'm the only one that drinks at home. And yep. I'm going home. Mm-hmm. To my dog and, and my roommate that doesn't drink. <laughs> I think he's a little more than your roommate. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Bethany, what about you? Just I get I agree with Adam. Just like sharing it with other people and just like enjoying the experience of it all. You know, just um, ex- exploring new things, exploring new flavors, yeah. and you know, when you're out at a restaurant or when you're out at at a store and you find something new that you you fall in love with it's like i don't know it's just like a new love story when you find something new that you really love and enjoy oh, i love yeah, that that's a perfect way to put that it I is agree. a new love story every yeah. time i agree there's nothing better what about you gracie oh man yeah i don't i don't think i can have a better answer than wine bringing people together or that it's something you can constantly learn from i do love that part of it yes and I don't know. It's just so versatile. Like, it's great with food. It's great with people. It's great by yourself. You know, it's just, it's a companion. <laughs> it's a companion. It is. Something you can and grow old with. I can, I can rely on it. <laughs> it teaches lessons for sure. I mean, patience for yeah. one. The yeah. guys who make wine. You know, I was telling you guys earlier about the producers in Piedmont. There's these 80, 90-year-old guys who've been making wine there for 60, 70 years. And the wine that they're making now... When those Barolos are fully matured, they won't even dr- they won't even be alive to drink them. Mm-hmm. So, it's just history and motorcycles outside. <laughs> it's history. It's connection. You know, you can travel with wine in your in your palate. You taste these lands. You taste their soil. Mm-hmm. You can taste their mm-hmm. culture, and. It's just, it takes you somewhere. It's yeah. very cool. It's very cool. It's just like a mini- miniature vacation. Close yeah. your eyes, sip the wine, and you're somewhere far else. from here. Absolutely. I love it. What about you, Alina? Um, obviously, all of that. <laughs> it's hard to top all of that. Um, to piggyback on the education side, I love that whenever I drink something whether i've drank it before or it's something new i feel like i'm always learning something new about it um and then also 
I like learning about the backstory and piggybacking on what you said. Like I love learning the backstory of the wine that I'm drinking and I love learning about the winemakers and um, the people who grew the grapes and and just all the work and love that and effort that was put into that wine and I love hearing that and I love traveling to see those places because it just puts so much more perspective on how much passion went into that and when you taste the wine and you taste the terroir and you taste like the different atmosphere and it, it just like really, really, like you said, it, it takes you to a certain place. And it's just, I love all of that. And it is a, and it's, it's an educational experience. It's also, also a spiritual experience. Yeah, it's 100%. so romantic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so romantic. It's a yeah. connection. It yeah. is. Not, once, you know, not necessarily to a deity. It right. can be to anything. No, but like once you have that connection with wine, though, it's something you value. I, I mean, you you can never like, <laughs> here's another thing. Something that my parents always kind of like put in my head that I've always kind of thought about because they always talked about it is like I grew up playing golf okay and like that was the sport that my parents had me starting when I was really young and I mean I don't really play much now but they wanted me to play because you can always play when you're old nice I'm like yeah I mean it makes sense it makes total it makes total sense like I also did figure skating for a while but I ended up you know leaving that because you can't figure skate forever. You, like yeah. your your body won't accept that. You know you can't play certain sports forever, um, but you can drink wine forever. Yeah. You Don't start drink- now. <laughs> Don't start now and drink wine continuously forever. <laughs> yeah, but like you can always like it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter what stage of life you're in. It doesn't matter what education level you have. It does nothing matters. Nope. You can always drink and appreciate wine. It's mm-hmm. a finesse game. It is. Yep. It is. And it is non-discriminatory. Yeah. And it's wonderful. Unless you literally can't taste anything. Like me. <laughs> or you have no tongue. <laughs> well. <laughs> it's through your nose, right? Hey, smell is uh, 80% of taste. Yeah. Is that correct? Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so... Bethany, Adam, we want to thank you guys yes. so, so, so much for having some fun with us. And what uh, a pleasure this has a, been! It's been so much fun. You all had great. It a has little been amazing. For having us. Uh, a little off of our normal schedule, yeah. our normal structure, and I'm, I'm honestly like, it's it. It, it just warmed good. my heart. Feels good to be back in it. For it really those of does. you out in Radio Land, we've been here for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> Radio um, Land. <laughs> Join us in Wine World. Join us in Radio Land. <laughs> wine World. A segment of Wine World. Um, so this is bonus episode number one. Uh, we'll be doing every bonus episode uh, releasing on Fridays um, every two weeks. Uh, we'll do four total. So until season two. Until se- season two, and we'll get the, mm-hmm. all the release dates for that um, coming up to you soon. Keep an eye out for our Instagram at Better With Wine Pod, our Facebook, um, facebook.com slash Better With Wine Pod, and then uh, our website, betterwithwinepod.com. Shoot us an email, DM us, whatever you guys want to do to get in contact with us. Um, we love hearing from you guys. So, again, thank you all so much for hanging out with us, yes, drinking some really you. delicious wine, uh, and hey, I don't know, just like listening to all of our bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait for you guys to have us back. We this can't wait absolutely. either. This has we been love so it. much fun. Hopefully, we'll make a guest appearance on season two. I think you okay. might. Excellent. Love it. We'll talk about it. Well, thank you both. Uh, I have terms. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We'll talk later. <laughs> thank well, you both so much for hanging out with us and making our lives, our nights, and our mid-season better with wine. Cheers. <laughs>